Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Power Your Life Radio Show with host and success doc, Joanne White. Author, speaker, certified coach, and energy master, Doc White gets to the heart of what matters most. She features guests and experts to help you consciously create more success, health, and wellness in every area of your life, work, and relationships. They'll share their success stories, wisdom, and know-how to help you shine more light onto your day and into your life. Power your life right now. Here's Joanne White. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Power Your Life, and I'm Dr. Joanne White, and it's always a pleasure to be here. Many of us are here to help heal ourselves, move us beyond the present moment, and feel more of our power, our potentiality, and really connect with our innate, wonderful sense of consciousness and abilities, and and what's important excuse me and what's important is to recognize that you have the ability within yourself to really expand and create more and be more of more you have not heard of architecture it's down there many of you have not hello Hello. Yeah, I'm hearing a lot of sound in the background. How are you, Patrick? I'm going to introduce you uh, in a minute. Thank you. I'm very good. Yeah, so many of you have not heard of what we're going to talk about today, but it's really very important, architecture consciousness, and I have somebody who's going to share that with you, and I hope I'm pronouncing your name right. Patrick A. Sonko is many things. He's a sound and consciousness architect, a wholeness facilitator, a mystic, intuitive author, entrepreneur, a healing artist, a coach, as well as a musician. Together with his co-founder and partner, C.C.H. Sonko, he's created a way for people like you to see and to step beyond all paradigms of separation, of drama, and also karma, enslavement, and entrapment, so that you can access more peace, presence, potentiality, and as well as choice. This prepares them and you for the new roles in the gold print of emerging ascension archetypes attuned to the Aquarian age. Through sound, sight, and movement, Patrick has created a space of the heart for emerging archetypes to ignite as well as unlock, to remember, and access their uniqueness in the wholeness. And you can access your uniqueness in the wholeness, too. Welcome, Patrick. How are you? Thank you so much for having me on the show. I'm really great and excited to join you today. Well, it's wonderful to have you. And people are already questioning, what is this wonderful thing that you're talking about, consciousness architecture? Can you explain that to our listeners, Patrick? Uh, with all pleasure. It actually came to me, so I am, in a way, the, the channel or creator of consciousness architecture. 
architecture has fascinated me for a long time as it deals with design and deconstruction and gold print or blueprint, but also the creation of new things. So for me, it was at a point very clear that we're living at a time where we're actually here to create new consciousness from new dimensions. And so the consciousness and the architect go actually very well together. And consciousness architecture helps us to unplug from the old things, as you have read in my little introduction, as well as to unlock our uniqueness and then unify to make that shift together. So, so in a nutshell, so this is in a nutshell what it's all about. Wonderful. So how did it come to you? Well, as a mystic and intuitive, I I spent a lot of time to be in tune with the divine and with source. And in that process, it just came through. And of course, it helps me to integrate quite a lot of different things that I have done in my life. So it brings together the education, it brings together the music, it brings together the writing, but also the sound. It brings together the opportunity to give people keys to bring this beautiful potential and potentiality into their own fields and into their life. So it's in a way a guideline that helps to unplug from these old paradigms of separation, drama, enslavement, entrapment, and entanglement, and how to access and unlock who we truly are in our wholeness and how to bring that into the world, into a new collective consciousness, and into all fields that we are already in. So it's helping us to apply this new consciousness and dimensions of consciousness into our life, into our work, into our relations. So, and I think that's very important, and I'm also an intuitive and get lots of information, so I have to ask you a question. How, why is it so important? I know this, but let's, let's share that with our listeners. Why is it so important to leave behind some of the old paradigms, to move into this new arena of awareness, of consciousness, of of abilities? It's the end of a season. It's the end of a cycle. And we have all come here to be part of finishing and graduating from the suffering that was part of the journey of humanity. And we all have come at this time to awaken and to be co-creators and consciousness architects of this new era that we can call Aquarian Age, Ascension. There's many different words. It's not about the words. It's about that we are in this time of nothingness from 2012 to 32 to actually make this shift individually and collectively. And this is maybe the first time that humanity is able to do this collectively together. But it still requires each of us to step beyond and step out these old paradigms so we can have a new collective consciousness and live in harmony with the new energies and frequencies that are available. 
So how do people awaken to this this new consciousness, to this level of awareness? Because there are lots of people outside of you and me who don't really recognize that where we are right now, and it's a very powerful place despite everything else that seems to be going on or falling apart. Yes, this is a very interesting question. Thank you. And this relates a little bit to the power of readiness. I feel individually, many of us are getting ready. We are no longer needy. We have signs of awakening. We are questioning, hey, does it really have to be that way? Is this human life from death to birth or from from life to birth all that I have? So people start questioning beyond the mind. And I feel there's more and more realizing for themselves and collectively that this is the end of a cycle. There is a new potential. There is a new way of being. And so I experience many people paying more attention to the signs, noticing there is more than just the rational and the linear. And there is more than just what we are conditioned to, what we are listening to on, say, TV or general radio. And so, or social media. And so there is more and more people starting to question. And this for me is the shift from neediness, which is in a way also a sign of separation. I'm not whole. I'm not good enough. I'm not enough. And they're realizing, hey, this can't be all. What is the next step in me? Where are we going? And when these questions arise, This is the time when we all start realizing and when we become ready and dare to make that shift. Beautiful. So many people may not be aware of the signs that they're getting or the glimmers of of where we are and where we're headed. Can you give our listeners some idea of what some of the signs are that you've experienced that they may be experiencing but not even aware of so that they can begin to follow those signs and to pay attention? Well, that's a very good question. What we feel with our clients, it goes a little bit to my answer before, they just feel they had enough. Uh, So the signs can be, I had enough, this can't be all. Some people have actually experiences So they may see something that they didn't see before. They may wake up in their relationships to things that really don't work. They may naturally detach from their their need to be employed and they naturally feel, hey, this is actually not who I truly want to be. This is not what I love. They get tired in a way, of maybe living the life of, you know, sleeping, waking up, going to work, coming back. The other signs are that people are more drawn to meditation, to yoga, to qigong, and to different ways of relaxation. And actually, people are more aware that stress is mainly, and problems are mainly in their mind. And they're looking more for transformation than a fix or a solution. So I know it's 
go ahead. Yeah, I feel this is most of the signs that we are experiencing with our clients, but that I am also experiencing myself. Well, I think it's important to pay attention to the signs, and, and many of us also are getting other kinds of signs as well. I mean, messages, hearing messages, feeling certain things in our heart center in terms of compassion and an opening and awareness. And you said something well, that's really struck a chord because people need to be able to, Patrick, go within in the silence, in the meditation, in the just being to really access some of their gifts and some of their new awareness of of their abilities and their consciousness. And we can't do it, as you know, with all the noise that goes on. We have to do it through through going into the quiet, like meditation, like, like so many ways to just be and receive, and that's beautiful. Why... Why did people, and this is, I don't know if you can answer this, but why did we have to go through all of these years of what you've been talking about, enslavement, entrapment, karma, drama? Why, were we, why did we have to go through that to get to a new place? Well, of course, we can approach that from many different angles. One is that the universe provides us with different energies. So the earth is in a way a school. So this all started when we separated about 4,000 years ago and we went from the age of Taurus and the age of Aries where the masculine wanted to be more unique, wanted to do everything on their own, where they dismissed the divine feminine. And in the shamanic way, we say where we actually cut off the the feminine wing of the bird of humanity. So in a way, it's a process. It's an evolution of humanity. We, we can choose to suffer or we can choose to take the learning. I'm not dismissing that in a way we have all experienced suffering through enslavement and trapment and entanglement, through drama and karma, but yet it also brought us here. I know it's maybe not a comfort when we are really going through struggle and really deep, deep suffering and also harm. I feel harm is another thing. And when I studied uh, in, in shamanism, it was a lot about being harmless. But I feel it's more the, the evolution from harm is actually harmony. When we come back into the harmony within, then we are able to make peace with this years of separation, power over, with this duality that has maybe torn us apart, it's okay. It's not easy, but we came to this earth school to be now part of this transition. So this is one way of looking at it. It gives me peace and it's surely in a way symbolic, but the universe has obviously gone through these different opportunities of evolution, of enlightenment. And for the first time now, as we're moving into the Aquarian age, we have a, an opportunity not only to do that individually, but also collectively. And if we remember, 
Buddha, Gautama, when he came, his main thing was about ending suffering. And of course, he lived over 2,000 years ago. So it is quite interesting that it took so long until we actually can say that we are in the last bit of suffering and we now have the opportunity to enter these new dimensions of consciousness. So so how do you awaken people who, who are looking at this very skeptically and saying, wait a minute, there's so much pain, there's so much anger, there's so much deceit, there's so much separation. How do we really know that we're moving beyond that into this new, beautiful age of harmony and not just internal harmony but external harmony with all of us, with nature? It's not, it's not our job to really awaken people, but it's our job to, to help them to see things from a different perspective. So when people share this with me, I say, okay, so these are all very dense energies and things that really hold you down, but is that all that you are? What is in your heart? What is within So I ask questions rather than trying to convince or explain. If they come to me because they are looking for new answers, I invite them to go within and ask these kind of questions. So getting them in a way out of their mind and into their heart. And maybe I... I invite them for a meditation with our sound or for a deeper conversation that allows them to see it's not always suffering. You always have also have moments of beauty, of harmony, whether it's in nature, whether it is in meditation or any other way that takes you out of that density. So for me, that's a good entrance for people who are trying to awake, but us awakening anyone, I would not, I would not try to do that. No, but we surely, can't awaken anybody. They have to be, they have to awaken themselves. You can only give them tools and guides and ways yes. to be able to do that. And I love what you said too, because despite everything that's going on, there is so much beauty and joy in connection with people, in love, in nature, and, and we need to be able to, to recognize those gifts. They are truly gifts that we're here to, to celebrate in many, many ways. So the heart, and I've stud, done a lot of studying with the heart. You know, the heart is much more powerful than the mind, although people would say, no, it's not, but it really is. So talk to our listeners a little bit more about the space of the heart Uh, and the power that it brings. Yes, thank you so much because really I'm a man of the heart. And as a mystic, it was always difficult for me to stay in the mind. It was much easier to come into the heart and into the divine. So The heart is obviously a symbolic thing. It's not the physical heart. It can be the heart chakra, the ascended heart chakra, but it can be also something else. It can be that link between our human experience and our soul and our light. So our wholeness, if you wish. When we fail 
to solve something in the mind and we go into the heart, the transformation, so beyond the solution, flows actually very easily. It is said that the mind makes a good tool, but not a good master. So when we are able to connect into the heart, the mind actually opens up new potentials to see beyond. And for me, the heart has guided me all my life. And one of the tools that we can use actually is the Munai Ki, which is we develop now 13 rites in total, a few in between, rites from the Hero uh, people in, in Peru. And I was initiated in that and share that a lot. And one of these rites is actually the Seer's Rite, where we connect the third eye to the visual cord and the heart so that the heart again can become the center and the master of our being. And so when the mind is guided by the heart, we are also stepping out of suffering. What is suffering is the mind, whether it's the conscious the un- or the unconscious mind, whether what it's what we are access- have access to or whether it's hidden. When we're in the mind, we are on a roller coaster. We get stressed, we get burned out, we get depressed and many other things. When we come into the heart, we find that peace and harmony to go beyond. I think that's the best way I can say that. You know, and and I totally agree with you. The heart is really a wonderful, huge way of connecting with ourselves, with one another with the world and there's so much and the heart truly can be the most powerful and really is i believe the most powerful guide and way of of shifting and being and it's so very important how did you get into all of this patrick that's a good question i i guess i was in it from the time i was born i I always was just connected. I wanted to climb trees to see beyond. Uh, how did I get into this? I, maybe one of the first things that made it clear to me that this is my path was the Celestine prophecy. I literally felt like I was walking in it. And so slowly, slowly, um, teachers, courses came along. I studied also a lot, but in that studies, I really found my uniqueness and my unique connection to source. And so this is more than 25, almost 30 years ago that I went on this path. And obviously in 2012, I left everything else behind and dedicated actually all my life, I would say, to that mission. So... Sometimes it's not, it doesn't seem like a choice. I feel it's something that we have chosen and that we have been chosen. It may take us some time or it may take the right time to be ready to fully embark on this journey and be that beacon of light for, for others and for this collective shift. You know, I totally agree with you, and I think that that when we get the calling or the call or the knowledge or whatever, it's 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 really you know not only do you feel guided, you feel that 
that you're in it, you're a part of it, and you've always been there, and the, and the signs and the signals are very beautiful. Now, what would you tell people who are non-believers in all this? They're saying, what? I mean, a new, a new age, a new way of being? No. What would you say to them? First of all, it's your choice. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, if if you feel okay with where you are, this is perfectly all right. And secondly, I would maybe ask them a little bit about their life, how they are doing, what is happening for them, what are their experiences, how do they express themselves. I would take it away from, if you wish, from that new paradigm. I would ask them about their life and how that works for them. And from there, in a conversation, in a dialogue, we maybe find some things where they get questions and where maybe they have realizations that there could be something more. So it's really, yes, we can maybe be keys for people to get ready when we are able to be present without trying to convince or make them right or wrong, when we just open the space for someone and be present to their life and their story, then maybe something happens for them just by being very neutral and open to what is going on for them and maybe what triggers them to reject this new paradigm, this new way of being. You know, that's very important because because we need to allow people to find the answers within themselves. And by just being in that neutral space or that neutral state and asking those questions, it's, it's, they're, at, they're going on their own individual journey to seek within and to see, well, why isn't this working for me or this is working for me or, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. And so it allows that process for them, and, and that's beautiful. Now, you are doing so much in this arena, and somebody's asking another question. They want more information about what this, con- this architecture consciousness is or conscious architecture is. Somebody wrote this. Um, can you give our listeners more of an explanation because there are still questions that are popping up here? It's basically giving us the power to, to create a new, a new way of consciousness, not based in the old paradigms of suffering, but based in the new paradigms of connectedness, of collaboration, of harmony. And so it's in a way a blueprint or a goldprint that everybody can take in their own uniqueness. It's not a prescriptive theory or it is not an absolute way. It opens the opportunity for people to find their uniqueness and how their uniqueness fits into this new wholeness. So currently I'm writing on a book called The Architecture of the Heart, which is writing, of course, meditations and, and, and other things and stories to really show us how we can bring this new architecture into even community, into governments, into our work. So for me, consciousness architecture can be the center of a new life, 
in new consciousness. And it's not, it's not, as I said, it doesn't have particular ways to do things. It is unlocking that uniqueness that we all have and bring it together. So the community and the business and our life and our relations can all benefit. You know, when you do that, and that's beautiful, because we all have many unique gifts and, and abilities, and when we bring them together, open them up and bring them into this community, it, it's, it's expansive and mm-hmm. can go, like, infinitely in, in so many beautiful, wonderful places. And, and, and to me, that's incredibly exciting and wonderful. Patrick... Tell our listeners how they can reach you, how they can learn more about what you're doing, how they can buy. You have so many books and and other kinds of things. But before we do, somebody has another question here. How are you using music and sound in all of this? Well, it's very easy. Um, Sound and music is a frequency, especially when it's intuitive, is a frequency that comes straight from the divine if we're Mm -hmm. going in. And so it actually connects within, but it also connects beyond. And so I'm using sound and music either just playing. So we are not having music production in the common sense. The music uh, recordings are done with the sound of nature. We're living in the jungle. And it's also my voice and light language and all these things. And I bring it together with my partner, Ceci. And we integrate that in meditations. We are doing activations. We're doing sound for music. Very different things. However, it really is appropriate. Beautiful. So tell our listeners how they can find out more about about the music, about the new books, about what you're doing in terms of all of this wonderful thing to awaken right. and bring people into this new way of being. Thank you. So first of all, we have a website that's simply uh, World, which is S-O-N-Q-O-S and then worlds, oneworld.net. We also have a YouTube channel that is Sonic Songkos. I think these are the main two things where you can find out more about what we are doing. I've been guided at the moment to focus on a short course series to heart-synced learning, heart-synced mastery. And this is a series where people in small groups up to six can actually explore consciousness and consciousness architecture from different perspectives and integrate it into their life. The other thing, of course, in our shop, I have not published a book yet, but our publications, if you wish, at the moment is a series of light spirit quests that are available in our heart shop, which is a story that I have recorded as an audio with sound to allow the richness and to go beyond the, the language and the mind into the heart and classes. And we will also be adding to that a private uh, class or session so people have an ability to integrate. There is also music there. So this is here on the website. Our school is a Chakana school. It's based in the Inca Cross, but also in 
the Southern Cross, and here are also different kinds of uh, courses. As I said, especially at the moment, we have the short course series, as well as Beyond Monarchy with sound activations. And we also do privates. We are at the moment especially working on heart harmonics, which is kind of a remote thing where we are exploring with people what are the interferences and the blockages that for people who are awakening, who are saying, hey, what's actually happening? Why is this not working for me? What is happening? I need to look beyond. And so we are working there in a remote way into the soul and ancestral journey of that person and bring things back into peace and harmony and then of course have integration sessions with it and we're also offering sound journeys particular to people and their situation and this was a bit difficult for me but yes I'm doing also now mystic readings where people can find out more about their potential their uniqueness and of course also how they can bring their consciousness into the new dimensions. Beautiful. So what would you like to leave our listeners with, Patrick? Mm, a heart full of love. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Just came like that. So I <laughs> And you know what? That's beautiful because love is so expansive and a heart filled with love, and I mean, it just breathes and lives and expands and grows in in a most loving, beautiful way. So thank you so much for you, for all the gifts that you bring forth into our awareness, our consciousness, and tell people once more that those two websites where they can access a lot of these wonderful gifts. Yeah, so it's www.songcoastworlds.net, and it's on YouTube, Sonic Songcoast. Beautiful. Thank you so much, Patrick. You are a gift. Have a beautiful, blessed day. Thank you so much, Joanne, for having me today, and thank you for all the listeners. I really appreciate you, and I can feel you in my heart, and I love that we are now all connected in the heart. Much love and blessings to you all. Love and blessings, and the heart is the most beautiful place to be connected. So thank you, Patrick. Thank you, John. Take care. Take care. So think about everything that Patrick has said today because you are ready. And if you're not ready, maybe you need to check it within to connect to your readiness because I think that that this is the time. I, I agree with Patrick. This is the time of really opening that heart energy, really recognizing that the heart is, as he said so beautifully, powerful even beyond the mind. And when you recognize that, when you live it, when you know that, it really creates a tremendous shift in your level of awareness. So get more information, find out about all the wonderful things that Patrick is doing and remember you are ready and if you're not ready check in because this is a time for you to awaken and expand and grow and take a few steps even the first step today 
to power your life, to empower yourself, to open and live more in your heart. Thanks for joining us and have a beautiful, blessed day of the heart. You've been listening to the Power Your Life radio show with host and author, Dr. Joanne White. Listen often and spread the word about the upbeat show to enrich you and grow your life in the direction you desire. Listen again and again and visit DocWhite.org for more information and find out how Dr. Joanne can benefit you. Thank you for sharing your day with us and stay tuned for more exciting guests and events to come. With the Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.